Hello. And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. Travel edition. What edition? Travel edition. Travel edition for Pete. I am Kelsey Winger. That is traveling edition Peter Moylan. And that in the corner is Maddie Mass. Which corner though? That's the question. Every week. it's the, By the I, elevators. You'd think I'd know it by now, but every week I have to guess where what corner Maddie's going to be on our TV screen is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always pointing the wrong direction. So I'll just go, Maddie. How's everybody? Doing great. Okay. Got back from Houston, had a stretch in Denver of games. And um, then I went home, went to a Sugarland Skeeters game, which is why I'm wearing this jersey. One of my favorite ballparks in baseball. And I've been to this many major league ones. It is a beautiful park. And, and I know we joke about this a lot, Pete, but like I never joke. road trip. Road trip, like we, my parents live a mile away. Like we have rooms, like we're, we're set. Greg will grill out steaks. You'll I'm probably not help. sure him. if I would stay at your parents' house if I go on a road trip to Sugarland, Texas. No, you and Mandy are staying at my parents' house. I think I'd like to do nope. something other than the parents' house thing. Nope. Yeah, I'm 43 years old, Kelsey. But Mandy uh, and I are best friends. Mm. What's that got to do with me and my wife? Well, sometimes it's just not about you, Pete. It's about it's, me and your wife. That's where, jeez. <laughs> now I'm back in Atlanta. Peter, you're yes. in a, looks Savannah. like what to be a pretty cool hotel room by the decor behind you. It looks like nice. your vibe. Yeah, that's very nice. Savannah, Georgia. Uh, it is, it's right where I want to be. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people that are, that are a lot older than me, just walking around, enjoying sort of, pottering around that's what i feel like doing for these three days that i've had aussie lingo early is that another thing out here what did you say potter around like when you just potter around you just i don't know i think it's a i think it's a like a it's a when you i want to look it up it's definitely a thing i don't think it's a thing here could definitely be a thing in australia most things are a thing in australia let's be honest okay are you good maddie yankees wow uh I had to talk to Australian radio about the Yankees yesterday. Yeah, no, I'm good. Last time we had checked in on the Yanks, I said they won the games they're supposed to. Let's see if they can continue that. And they have. So that is good news. Did y'all sweep the Blue Jays the series after you made that comment? You just took two. Of, yeah, because they won that last game and Vladdy or whatever game they won. Vladdy was like hype. Um, yeah, we've, we haven't lost a series after that, but... Uh, have not swept either i don't believe all two of three speaking of hype did you see did you see nayla yesterday oh that was like a lot aggressively spiking (laughs) that that was a lot of energy i don't know if i liked that (laughs) especially if there was someone down the stairs that were gonna wear it yeah yeah that was where were uh, they were they in they're in chicago Oh, there's a little down there. Okay, yeah, I know it. Yep. Okay. When I mean his teammates were like running into the dugout behind him, being like, "Dude," <laughs> like laughing at him, like this is too much. Um, yeah, that was wild. Two homers and seven RBIs. Though. I mean, you can pretty much do whatever you want, I guess. 
Wasn't it eight RBI? Was it eight RBIs at the end? I think it was. He I was just grand... catching up on. on no, because whatever. he had a grand slam and a three run home run. Yeah. So, huh, math. Um, uh, how about Acuna hitting a ball 450 feet, like yeah. falling? I know. It, um, there's so many confusing things happening right now. Things like that are happening, and then guys are absolutely compressing the baseball as good as you can and it, balls are flying out to the left center it's there's there's it's just weird at the moment yeah. but um yeah he did that and then uh corbin burns left a, a a slider over the middle and he pulled it at 111 miles an hour to left center like he's he's back he's running yeah. straight lines really really well um have you seen is he still going like full out on the base paths or did he so is... he's he's already got two stolen bases and his sprint speed's faster than it was when he left Oh, oh, okay. So he's not scared of the injury. Straight lines are fine for him right now. I, I feel like it's going to be a couple of weeks before he's completely like laying out and feeling yeah. 100% comfortable. But as of right now, he looks great. Really good. Has the team looked significantly better since he's come back? Um, I think that they've, they've been playing more complete games. The lineup's longer. It just, it just makes everybody's role a little less, like there's less pressure on everybody else when he's back yeah. in the lineup. It's yeah. just, he takes so much off everybody else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, they're starting, they're starting to play okay. They're, they're still not, they're still not locked in yet, but they, they took two out of three from Milwaukee, which is cool. They didn't lock in until what, July last year? That's fine, but the Mets are better now too. Yeah. Mets so, are wild. Mets are freaking wild. And without DeGrom, I think, did we have this conversation last week? Yep. Yeah, it's wild. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and get into the opener because we're going to be talking about some debuts in, in there. Um, mm -hmm. There were some exciting debuts this week. Um, and we're debuting a new sponsor and that is Candy Digital. They're MLB's new official NFT partner. Um, and they take the obsession that Peter has of and thrill of card collecting and they make it digital. Ooh, are you going to get on this app too? With a totally cool digital collector's item. Blind packs meaning you don't know what cards are inside. Like back in the day with wax pack trading cards. What's that? Wax pack trading cards. Traditional baseball cards where you don't know what's inside. Okay. Five levels of rarity. Each level increases the card's value. Core, uncommon, rare, epic, legendary. Every team and every player will be included in the series. And there's, he already downloaded it. Love that. And their stats are updated daily on the back of the NFT. Like you always wished cardboard baseball cards could do. Is that true, Pete? True. See that? That's Kyle Tucker. That's an epic Kyle Tucker. Yeah. Is he having a good year? Okay. Um, the pack drops in May are May 3rd, May 10th, May 24th, and May 31st. Right now, ooh, one drop today, but you're not hearing this until Wednesday. You can purchase with a credit card for $50, only $50 on Candy's Marketplace, mlb.candy.com. I'm at my pack. Okay. Ooh, then rare. Reveal, rare is good. Nick Senzel. It usually nice. goes down in, in usually goes down in 
Uncommon. Yeah. Oh, so uncommon. You, you started with a rare, and that it doesn't get any better than that. JT Brewbaker. I already got that one. <laughs> Core. Oh, that's the worst one. Mm. Just like Don Ebbs. Yon Moncada. <laughs> it's not bad. I like him. Core. Jake McGee. Mm. The old squared SpongeBob SquarePants body. SpongeBob SquarePants. He this looks one. like his shoulders and waist are just one big square. I got I got the name of the guy on the Braves so that I can never pronounce. Heredia. Heret. Garrett. Guillermo. Guillermo. Heredia. Heredia. Guillermo Heredia. Obviously, we're enjoying this. So you can set up an account at candy.com slash MLB or by clicking the link in the description and start your collection today. He was my best card. Whatever the rare one was, Nick Senzel. Yeah, Nick Senzel was rare. Peter. Yeah. The two debuts we're talking about are Royce Lewis. Yes, ma'am. And George Kirby. Yes, ma'am. And you have Royce Lewis. Okay. You want me to go? Yeah, wasn't that the plan? Yes. One of the, I guess, I guess it was a bit of an unusual call up because it wasn't anticipated, but it was through injury. And it's strange that you mm-hmm. have someone called up of this caliber due to injury. It's normally they've made their own way. Or and it's like a season. big deal. Right, right. This is, and, yeah. and it was still, this is still a big deal because of who he is, obviously. But let me just run you a little history. Number one overall pick, 1-1-2017 by the Twins out of high school in California. From 2017-18, he was making his way beautifully through the levels like you normally do. Correct. Starting in 2019, he was the number five overall prospect in baseball. Strains his oblique in his first ever big league spring training. Finishes 2019 in AA with an average of 236 between high A and AA, which was down from 292 the year before. Then we have 2020. We all know what happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. We get COVID. He doesn't play. 2021 suffers a torn ACL collectively. Correct. 2021 suffers a torn ACL in March, out for the entire <sighs> season. Right. Tough. Enters 2022 as the number 46 prospect. He's dropped 39 spots. Dang. At this point, it's like injury, COVID, right. injury made him drop, right. and that's it. Correct. Carlos Correa suffers bone bruise. Sidelines him for the A series. Royce Lewis gets the call. Debuts on Friday night, starting at shortstop. First ball in play is a chopper that he handles beautifully. Goes on to pick up three hits, ten at bats in the series, including a double. His first knock was a. It was almost like a perfectly executed baseball swing that you want to see from a young guy because it was a line drive to right field, which is what everybody dreams about. Uh, Davies Friday night, as I said, Correa is expected to be back tonight for the Astros. Some are saying that Correa will move to third base. Others are saying Lewis will go to second base. Luis Arayes is also coming back from COVID as a utility infielder. Pause. For I need to. Go for I me. need. Wait, I need to process that. Go ahead. So, but he didn't go like, on the IL. Yeah, but one of them is going to have to play short. Like, why would Correa move to third and Lewis move to second? Are they saying because, that no, no, Correa no, no, would no, no, move no, to no, third no, no, and no. Lewis would start at short or Lewis would start at second and Correa would start at short? Okay, Correct. got it. Correct. I was like, who's the shortstop? The other problem, though, is that 
Lewis Arise is coming back. So, you know, if you move Royce Lewis to second, Arise doesn't necessarily have his spot to play. Yeah. Uh, Urshela, I think, normally plays third base. So then somebody has to sit. You're basically too many people. Okay. Do you send him down? I think that's probably the move, honestly. He was up here. He filled a role. He got three knocks. Like, it doesn't... It, I don't know if it... That's not like a... I don't know. It depends on how it was worded when he got called up. That's yeah. the other big thing. If it was like, hey, man, and I don't know if, if this is done because I've never had someone, hey, we're gonna only going to call you up for a couple of days. It's always been, hey, man, you're getting called up. Even if it was just going to be for a couple of days, they never tell you that. So had that been the conversation beforehand, maybe it would have been understood that, hey, this is only going to be for a couple of days. We, want, we really want to see you get a taste of it and then go back down there and keep working hard, that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe. So I think I, I think I mentioned this last week, but the Rockies just called up their number four prospect and they told him that like what you just said, you've never heard of happened. Like they told him, Hey, you're coming up. We're going to, you're going to fill a role for this weekend. And it was a big deal that he was debuting because nobody was expecting it. We saw his name on the jumbotron during BP and we were like, what? Mm -hmm. Um, But like, so those conversations, I guess do happen because he knew that, but he also was fighting the rosters being downsized, but Yeah, so those conversations are possible. Um, That's another good point. The roster's down 26 now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Okay. Baseball, man. So I guess we'll find out. This is what makes GMing. It's not just, hey, let's I have an idea. I have an Uh, idea. Can I just just want... This GMing is not an easy job. Everyone thinks, oh, I know exactly what the moves are. It's like a a game of uh, blackjack. It's just, you just make the moves that the book says. It's like, no, that's not how this works. Yeah. (laughs) I know how it works because I got a new prop for the show and I, I didn't know that I was going to debut it this early in the episode. I have it sitting in my lap. Um, it is a magic eight ball. So Peter, you ask me a question about how this is going to play out mm-hmm. and we will, we will find out. Perfect. Is my thought. No, this. Okay. It's an, it's going to be yes or no. Is my thought of Royce Lewis being sent down. True. Is Royce Lewis going sent to down. be sent down? Okay. And add it. Add it. Okay, ready? Yes. Oh no. You gotta you gotta break it. I think you have to put it down. Did you so put the batteries in? It goes up. Signs point to yes. That's what I thought. No, it's a smart, it's a smart decision. Thank you, Mr. Eightball. Thank you for thank you for confirming what I already knew. So excellent. So anyway, I ordered one of these off Amazon and they sent three. So I'm trying to return two of them and get like a like come out on top financially in this situation. Mm. I don't know if they because I think I only paid for one, but you might want to check your account. So we have this the rest of the episode. Good. So um, if you missed it, Royce Lewis is going to be sent down. Uh, mm-hmm. The other debut. Confirmed, by the way. George Kirby. Mariners. You guys, the Mariners. Matt Brash, George Kirby. I mean, it's really, really good young pitchers over there. So he's a right-handed pitcher. He was the 2019 first rounder out of Elon. I don't know if I'm saying that right. He entered 2020 as the 100th overall MLB prospect. 
after starting an A ball and pitching to a 235 ERA in 23 innings, he didn't play in 2020 when we all got COVID. 2021, he pitched to a 253 across high A and double A. 2022, you guys follow me? We're mm -hmm. in 2022 now. Enters as the 32nd overall prospect. So I'm not doing the math, but 100 minus 32. Moved up that much in baseball. Number five overall pitcher in five double A starts. 182, Pete. Mm -hmm. 182, 32 Ks in 24 and two thirds innings pitched. Then he gets called up to the big leagues from double A. Debuts on Sunday for the Seattle Mariners. Mm -hmm. Becomes the first player in Mariners franchise history to throw six scoreless innings in his debut. That's crazy. Six innings, four hits, no runs, no walks, seven Ks, 81 pitches. His friends were in the stands. It was freaking phenomenal. They were like erupting after every strikeout. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of young studs doing a lot of cool things at the moment. And probably too early to. Is he going to win a Cy Young? Is that the question? Is I mean, <laughs> what Maddie wrote is, is he entering rookie of the year? Does he have that potential? But I don't know if we can say that after one start. I didn't see it. So I but can't like, tell you yes. either, but you absolutely can say it after one start. Why not? If it, I haven't seen any of the, any and of my votes. Yes. So I can't comment. Okay. George Kirby, Rookie of the Year race. Let's talk about the Rookie of the Year race. Let's start out in the AL because that's where George Kirby is. He is in the AL. And that is brought to you by the Hudson Valley Renegades. Yes, sir. We got a minor league sponsor. This is phenomenal. For tickets, you can call 845-838-0094 or visit hvrenegades.com. The Hudson awesome. Valley Renegades, if you didn't know, are the high affiliate of Matt Messina's New York Yankees. Dutchess Stadium is located in, say it, Maddie, because I can't, Wapperdingers, Wappingers Falls. That's got to be it. If that's not it, we're definitely using it as it. Wappingers Falls. Yeah, Wappingers. Wappingers. Wappingers Falls. Falls. Yeah, Wappingers Falls. Wappingers. It's only three syllables. Um, ooh, they got new hats, new merch, new swag. Only at the Renegades Team Store. You can use the code JOMBOY for 20% off your purchase today. Buy one, get one lower box ticket the rest of the season with the code JOMBOY. That's that's pretty good. That's really um, good. Yeah, like lower level. Um, so you can use the code JOHNBOY for 20% off of your purchase today. Renegades.milbstore.com. Discount code JOHNBOY. Maddie, who do you want to talk about in that little list? Anybody? I mean, if you're, if you're from the New York, New Jersey area and you plan on going over there, I'm most excited by Trey Sweeney just because he was the Yankees 2021 first rounder last year we had talked about him with Jimmy and Jake on our draft episode way back when I mean the Yankees have a ton of shortstops in their pipeline he is one of them um, and I mean he's been hitting uh, all season so go check that out I think he has nine extra base hits in like the first 14 games or so so go check him out that's who I'm most excited about there 
Okay, Maddie. Minor league sponsor. I freaking love that. Okay, so let's get Speaking in. Speaking of minor league swag, by the way, there is so much good gear out there. Minor league teams are doing such a good job at the moment. Merchandise. Oh it's like the hoodies. The, everyone's doing so good. I, I'm pumped for the, our sport at the moment. Look at this logo. I know. The, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. I think I called them the Skeeters earlier in the show. Um, this was one of the best rebrands I've ever seen in my life. This, to go from the Skeeters, which we've discussed how I feel about that being the original name of the Skeeters. And if you missed that episode, it was pretty funny because we had a guest on there and he liked it. Who was our guest? Jolly. Oh, Jolly Olive. Okay. Um, love Jolly Olive. But it was terrible. Terrible name. But now they're the Space Cowboys, which is perfect because NASA is in Houston. We discovered that everybody knows that after Peter made me aware that that is a very common fact. Do you remember that? um and cowboys because we're from texas but like the logos are all sick they're like cowboy guys intimidating it's very good um and they had a lot of good stuff in the team store julio rodriguez has picked it up a lot thank god we wanted him to he he yeah it's only been a week since we talked about him right and he's just he's kind of been going bananas would you say that would you say bananas would be correct word yeah the last episode, I think he like had hit his first home run, but still was didn't have a good average. Now it's a respectable average. Go Hayde. AL frontrunners for the rookie of the year. He leads MLB with 10 stolen bases, Julio Rodriguez. He's only had one court stealing, 255 average, five doubles, one triple, one home run, nine RBIs, nine walks, 37 punch outs. He's got a dot point six six eight OPS. That's going to go up. He's been scuffling a little bit, but the last two weeks have been. I mean, that's. I love the 10 stolen bases. Didn't yeah. see that part. I hate the 37 walks. I mean, 37 strikeouts to nine walks. He's also been called out on balls a lot. So has Ozzy Albies. There's been a, there's okay. been a real widening. It feels like widening, not so much up and down, but there's definitely been something going on left and right with the strikes though, because they're, they're getting calls further off than I saw last year. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. I like Jeremy Pena too, by the way, just while we're on this subject. He's just showing off that swag still. Yeah, you keep talking though. Okay. Jeremy <laughs> Pena, unbelievable biceps that I saw when he didn't wear sleeves one day taking BP. Um, but leads all rookies with home runs. Second in RBIs. Has a How many? Say what? How many home runs? Coming. Six. Coming. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 242. Four doubles, one triple, six home runs, 15 RBIs, only one stolen base, different type of player, seven walks to 25 strikeouts, 800 OPS. Bobby Witt Jr., my pick, obviously. Second rookie stolen bases with five, two court stealing, defensive wizard. You didn't write that down. I'll just put that in there for you, Maddie. <laughs> 229 average. Five doubles, one triple, one home run, seven RBIs, three walks, 21 Ks, and a .593 OPS. Joe Ryan, five games started, 1.63 ERA with a turtleneck, 27.1 innings pitched, seven innings, seven walks, sorry, 28 punch outs, and a .83 whip. It's looking like it might go to a pitcher from after month one. He, did have that, he won the rookie of the month, right? Joe Ryan? No, uh, Stephen Kwan. Ah. so mlb's official rookie of the month is stephen kwan but okay yeah because i was about to ask you guys after peter reads stephen kwan's numbers i don't have stephen kwan on my page okay 
Stephen Kwan, second in rookie average. Um, he's hitting 309 to Gilberto Celestino. That's a great name. Okay, so he's uh, Stephen Kwan sitting 309 with six doubles, one triple, one home run, 13 RBI, one stolen base, 12 walks to only nine strikeouts, and an 846 OPS. So among those names, Pete. Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan over Stephen Kwan. Also, my question is. Well, my sources say no. Let's just carry on. It's early. Joe Ryan, you can't, he was. It's early, but you could play some good um, bets on it on DraftKings because right. they're sponsoring our NL segment. So you can slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? During MLB season with DraftKings same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many bases will be stolen, total runs, and more. It's your shot and even bigger payout. If you don't know this, Jake literally does a parlay every single day. It's on social media every single day. Does it go to his account or Talking Baseball? Where do I see that post every day? His account. Yeah, so he literally gives you a DraftKings parlay. So. He will tell you what to do to earn your shot at a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable this week, just like Jerry Blevins. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY, bet just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. NL Rookie of the Year race or NL front runners. Are you ready? Let me go. Okay. I'm going to write, you need to write these down and you're going you're gonna to make the decision this time. I'm going to give you all the numbers. You ready? Yeah. Seiya Suzuki. Mm-hmm. 93 at bats, 23 hits, four home runs, 247 average, 16 RBIs, one stolen base, and 833 OPS. Got it? Mm -hmm. Next is Mackenzie Gore. Mm -hmm. Mm, He's been real good. Two wins, one loss, 2.42 ERA, five games, 26 in inch. 28 punches and a 1.231 whip. Got it? The mm-hmm. only thing to add on Mackenzie Gore, Go. he pitched five innings last night, three earned runs, which brought his ERA up. Before that, 171 ERA in his Yeah, first that's four the starts. number that I had in my head. When he started with the two, I was like, oh, his last outing must have. Yeah, last in. last night, not not his best, but I mean, hey, five five innings, three runs is okay. Yeah. Just the fact that he's out there doing what he's doing at this level after the last two years is, for me, a positive. Let's yeah. just go ahead and say that. Get that out of the way. Joey Bart. Oh, I'm excited for this. I have no idea how he's doing. 57 at-bats. Okay. Nine hits. Three home runs. That's good enough for a one five eight batting average. With nine runs, five RBIs, mm. one stolen base, and a dot six three eight OPS. 
and an 86 OPS plus with the average is 100. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and how's he doing behind the plate? I haven't watched any games. I couldn't tell you, but okay. I, he wouldn't, I don't think he'd be still catching if he wasn't. I will see him the next series I work. They're playing the Giants right now in San Francisco. And the next series I work, I'll get to see him play. The other guy I was going to talk about is Hunter Green, but I don't want to talk about it because my mom said, if you haven't got something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Okay. Has, is it, can you just tell me his ERA? Is it bad? Like, are his numbers bad? It's, it's more than that. It's, uh, it's, it's there's just a, there seems to be like a real confidence Ooh. drop from the guy that I saw. Oh yeah, you ready for this? Oh. Oh God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what this is. What I'm saying, like the guy that I saw opening weekend against the Braves and the guy that I watched pitch against Milwaukee were two completely different dudes. It's like he had no secondary stuff at all. This is what we were getting into and we lost our train of thought. His scouting report, either you told me this or their announcers told me this when we played the Reds was, yeah, that he'll give up. But like, that can't be your, that can't be your downfall because like. No, his downfall is he, I, I watched him pitch against Milwaukee and he doesn't, he didn't have anything else but a fastball he could throw a slider but he had nothing for left-handed hitters and it was a one it was it, the slider did the same thing everything single time and it was either one that backed up or one that just was sit middle middle has his velo still been down no the velo was up his uh, velo's back up to like 102 he hit 101 the guy hit 101 mile an hour fastball top of the zone out to left center because after that dodger start he had dropped like five miles per hour no he's back okay it doesn't matter at this point the ERA is eight point seven one. He's made five starts, and every start is three earned runs, two earned runs, three earned runs, four earned runs, eight earned runs this weekend, and those eight came off of five home runs. Oh, Milwaukee. Oh. I mean, that, that, can't, I that can't be your scouting report. Like, yeah, he can throw fast, but he'll give up some home runs. Like, that's not going to go very well. I mean, the other part of it is a lot of a decent amount of strikeouts every game. I mean, seven, six, three, six, seven. So it's like three true outcomes for a pitcher, it seems. Yeah. So, Pete, if you could change, yes. if you could change your pick for NL Rookie of the Year, would you change it at this point or would you still stick with him? I, uh, I don't know that I, I have all the faith in the world that Hunter Green will come back and be a dominant force. I just don't think that he's going to have enough to time to turn it around. He might, yeah. uh, I don't know that the Reds have like the problem is it's the, like the hey, Reds. They've won three of their last four, baby. They're heating up. Right. But I don't think there's a lot of places for them to go other than Hunter Green right now. And I look back at Tom Glavin's first year, Tom Glavin. Mm-hmm lost like 18 games his first year had like yeah. terrible through 30 something starts so do you allow him to fail at this level and bounce back or do you try and let him have success back down in triple a or double a and then have him come back up again that's the question and is this kind of eight run performance six run performance five home run performance going to be enough to crush his confidence that you're like you don't want to see that again yeah so that's the issue with all the, the the young guys. It's like it's so exciting and it's so great to have all these young guys come up. But if they fail, 
you're going to run out of young guys eventually. Yeah. That's the problem. You can't just keep bringing, and there's so many like top prospects that are getting called up right now that are just, which is fun, as I said, fun when they succeed. But if they struggle, like Kellenic, you saw Kellenic struggle. You've seen these guys that have come up and it's just, there's just, it's just a real, there's, you've got to be real patient. Yeah. The Kellenic pinch hit home run though was electric. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, this is the fun segment. Maddie added a new segment this week that I'm really excited about. Rapid fire news flashes. This is our last segment before Aussie lingo. So number one, Adley Rushman still on his rehab assignment. He climbed the ranks back up to triple A where he is now. He's like gone through every single level, crushed at every single level. He caught Grayson Rodriguez, who is the top pitching prospect in all of baseball on Saturday for five and a third innings pitch, two runs, two hits, no runs. I apologize. No runs, three walks, five Ks. I'm reading this next one too, because I love Jack Leiter. He shoved. You can read them all. Again, in double A, six innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, 5K, 67 pitches. Let's go, Jack Leiter. Orioles prospect Garrett Stallings and Morgan McSweeney. I like that name. Combined for no hitter in double A on Sunday. Yes, Pete? Any relation? Two. The other Stallings, catcher Stallings for the Marlins? Oh, um, I don't know. Carry on. Sorry. Um, oh, you can read this next one. <laughs> Aaron Watts Brown threw nine innings. No, no on Sunday for the Long Beach State Dirtbags. What a team name. Dirt no bags. hits. One walk, 16 punch outs, 114 pitches. Welcome. Hmm. I don't believe there's a relationship, by the way. Thank you. Dynamite drop in, Maddie. <laughs> Diamond's number one prospect, Alec Thomas, debuted on Sunday and doubled for his first MLB hit was against the Rockies. Last but not least, congratulations, Bob DeFelis. Is that correct? I really want to pronounce his name right because he had a, an extremely impressive career. On retirement, he was the head coach. I don't know if y'all saw the story. I think Maddie posted it. He was the head coach of Bentley for the past 54 seasons, managing 1,868 games. He's been the only head coach in program history Wow. Since the school, since it started in 1969. Isn't that so cool? Yes. Um, the seventh rapid fire news flash is the Alatoona Buccaneers threw a combined no hitter last night in the elite eight as they swept Alexander to move on to the final four. In case you forgot the pitching coach, the man who calls the game, who scouts these teams all week is my fiance, Casey Lynch and the two pitchers. It was very sweet because it was Ethan Sutton, who is like their dude this year. He's like really special. And then their freshman kid, Cooper Underwood, who Casey's really excited about, who is going to be like filling the role that Ethan Sutton leaves behind everybody. Resident draft expert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was very proud. Like he got them all baseballs and they took pictures on the field. It was very sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Aussie Lingo mm -hmm. is brought to you by John Boy Mia's newest show. If you haven't been watching, we love Dan Canobio. Dan Canobio was in our warehouse games. He is awesome. Um, and he is the newest addition to our podcast platform. Quick. His podcast is called Inside Boxing Live. 
In this show, Dan dives into the wild world of boxing. They've had guys like Mike Tyson, Dame Lillard, Ryan Garcia, and Canelio. I struggle with that name. Speaking of Canelio, he just lost in stunning <laughs> fashion. And his next move is being debated. Am I saying it wrong? Is that why you're laughing? I think so. I think it's just Canelo. But... Canelo. Okay. Um, whether you're already a boxing fan or looking to learn more about boxing in general, like myself, this is the show for you. New episodes get released every Monday and Thursday. So he'll have a Canelo recap show on Monday, head over to the John boy boxing, YouTube channel or any of your favorite podcast apps to check it all out. John boy media is growing. We are expanding. And so is Ozzy Lingo, but Peter forgot so his book. Go ahead. I did not forget my book. I just didn't bring it. Hmm. Um, Adds up. I, yeah. No, Same write thing. it, write it. Clucky. Chipper. Okay. Like happy. Mm-hmm. Not jokes. I'm going on a baby seat. Oh, you're you know, real like, close. Yeah. No, no, no. You have to expand. You don't have to expand. It's fine. Clucky actually means to feel maternal. If you're feeling clucky, it means you have that internal feeling that you want to have a baby. Like what they say, baby fever here? Yep. It's clucky. It's a cute word. I started getting clucky when my friend had a baby. Well, Pete is in Savannah and my best friend Mandy is probably just waiting to get on with their day. So thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Maddie has a blitz ball. Farm on, farm often. We will see you next Wednesday. Will we see you next Wednesday? That's the question. Hold on. It it did that thing again. Will we see you next Wednesday? <laughs> magic eight ball is not very magic. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we're going to see him next Wednesday. The show's in jeopardy at this point. Okay. I've gotten three bad ones. You may rely on it. There we Yay. go. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. April. Have fun in Savannah, Peter. April never lies, guys. <laughs>